Studies have shown that sex can improve memory in women, especially when it comes to words and phrases. Ladies, you should be happy that I'm dropping such a fact for you. It means that now you just got your best way to study. It's about time we start this podcast. Let's hit it. Welcome to Break Time on Westside, your number one Break Time podcast show with me, Sir Denver B. On last week was fire because yo, like Africa been representing this past week, especially over the weekend with that Shoma Jodzi freestyle that just came out. But before we can get to that, we need to start from the US of A. Now, a black man was supposedly pictured and videoed on cameras since both happened from different ones. And he was handcuffed and dragged by a rope by two white policemen on horses. I don't know who it is that wants to come and say, you know, uh, you know it's not as bad as it looks. That is reminiscent. And this is something that I got from a couple of Americans I spoke to. It's very reminiscent of the 1800s and how bad racism was during that time when, you know, Africans were still being used as slaves. That is just not the best looking scene ever now it happened in texas which happens to have quite a number of racists but still for anyone that was interviewed about that whole situation the whole look of it it looked bad even white people were like yo that is not nice you're not supposed to do that to anyone now the policemen in question there were two of them they apparently said that you know they were called in because there was a disturbance at some building and the whole idea of it was the guy was trespassing. Now, this guy has had a case of being mentally ill. So it kind of makes sense. You know, he was trespassing. You know, you just go get him out. But worse still, they decided to get him out in cuffs. They decided to tie him onto a rope. And they decide, you know what, let's take him to the station with us like that. Now, as much as I do not want to scream police brutality, because that's not police brutality, that's just straight out racism. Like, that's shit that was done in the 1800s, stuff that Martin Luther King Jr. was, like, losing his head for. And when it gets to that stage, you kind of start to question what other alternatives were there. Now, the most common alternative that is that is you're supposed to call for a patrol car and then it comes, you put the assailant in and you take them to, you know, Gen Pop, whatever the hell it is they call it. But more or less the police station, they get booked in, the whole story gets sorted out, yada, yada, yada. Everyone goes on their merry way. And this is something that the US has been known for. There's the policeman having to handle you in a certain kind of way. It's something that's been in question for a lot of years. Now, when you look at the fact that it was someone with a mental illness, it even makes it kind of worse because this isn't someone who committed a crime necessarily because of their own wanting, but because they're sick. I don't want to sound like I'm the most compassionate human being on planet Earth, but please, if someone's sick, just, you know, like find a way to have them treated well. Don't entirely treat them badly. Yes, we're not perfect, but it doesn't mean that we get to treat people as if we are. Now, a lot of uh, backlash did come from the US and the most unfortunate bit of it is the criminal justice system decided not to investigate the matter because they said that there was really nothing to investigate. It's in some ways racist, racist that's the term, 
considering you know the the way the whole situation looked because this is to some very good extent public humiliation of someone and it isn't acceptable to do that you shouldn't have that be acceptable in any way shape or form but anyways what would a kenyan policeman do cuz you know this is a podcast that comes from kenya born and bred now if this was Kenya, you know, we're a lot nicer than that. One, our policemen don't usually ride on horses. You know, they're either on bikes or in police cars or, you know, walking. Of which if they're walking and they catch you, they'll just get into your car and you guys will drive wherever the hell it is they want to go. And then you pay a bribe and then you end up, you know, being left. Now, if it was the Kenyan police, well, what they do is they'd whoop the living shits out of the guy. But if they're getting them to the station, they would actually call for a police car. And have him taken to the station. This is the thing with Kenyan police. They're shit. But at least they're shit with a bit of with a bit of procedure in mind. Because that person would have been beaten to shit. Then tossed at the back of a police pickup. And then taken all the way to whichever near police station is there. And then handled accordingly. So if you're American police and you're hearing this by the way. Fuck you uh, with some of the things that you guys do. But, you know, at the end of it, you know, it's just two people, but police racism and police brutality is something that needs to stop. Now, moving on, we need to head to the east side of the planet, the eastern hemisphere. Now, China has just got into a stage where it is pretty much copying everything. We have been hearing that, you know, the Chinese copy a lot of products. They make ripoffs. They even make really, really good ripoffs. And everyone's been up and about about it for tons of years. Like, for the past, I don't know, 20 years, people have been saying, oh, China makes stuff, China makes ripoffs. That isn't the problem. Making a ripoff of a product isn't a problem. The problem comes in when you bring the ripoffs to Kenya. Like, us guys kind of gave China a bit of a safe haven. We've been having a lot of relations because, you know, Americans can be a bit shit to work with. So Chinese have been coming in and settling around Kenya for a while. Ever since, you know, 07, 08, 09, when us guys kind of had like the whole super highway set up and all. Not too long ago, there was a bit of a raid in some house somewhere in Kenya around Nairobi sides. And the cops found the Chinese were brewing illicit liquor. If you don't know what illicit or liquor is, please consult dictionary.com for further information point is these guys were found you know like brewing liquor in their own houses no liquor license so it's technically illicit and illegal and they were arrested now this isn't the first time the chinese have been caught doing some shady shit i'm not saying that they're like nigerians but they're pretty much close because nigerians tend to be caught a lot doing shady shit in a lot of different countries from wash wash to online scams and so on no offense to nigerians but You guys have read a lot of the reports. In Kenya, though, when it comes to illicit things and being caught, now the Chinese have not been caught just with illicit brewing. Not too long ago, people found a Chinese man busy, you know, selling clothes at the largest thrifting area in Nairobi. It's called Gikomba. Anyone who's been to Kenya, anyone who's been to Nairobi and has asked about Gikomba knows very well. Gikomba is like thrift shop unlimited you can find just about anything and everything there except for you know things like cars if it's clothing if it's cooking if it's home decor you can find it in gikomba 
and it's all thrift stuff. Now, they managed to find a Chinese that, and the guy was like, no, you know, I'm not leaving. I have to sell my things, blah, blah, blah. Which, to some extent, wasn't liked very much. And the guy, apparently, I hear, was deported. Probably because he may not have had, like, a work permit and shit. But it's something that's started happening. The Chinese are kind of invading Kenya, and they are just pushing a lot of products. Speaking of which, the supermarkets. If you go to any Kenyan supermarket right about now, you will see that there's aisles and sections full of Chinese products, from Chinese spaghetti to Chinese rice to Chinese just about anything. And if you want to know that they're Chinese, you don't have to go and look for a made-in-China pack. The logos, everything that is written in Chinese. I do not know if that's supposed to make us learn Mandarin then buy them or just buy them. But thing is, these guys are literally flooding our markets with Chinese products. Not saying it's a bad thing. The Chinese can make some very good shit. But there comes a time when you have to start questioning some of the intentions and some of the products that are being put out into the market. Especially since China has been identified with producing a lot of fake items, even when it comes to food. Like documentaries usually come up showing how these guys like screw around with meat and rice and all sorts of other things. But now, over the course of the week, uh, it kind of became apparent that they're not just stealing our products or more like ripping off our products and our services. They're also ripping off our culture. I got a message. uh, It was a video of a Chinese woman twerking. Now, that is a problem. Not because she couldn't twerk. Trust me, she could actually move very well. And that's where the problem is. How can someone who's not from Kenya or Africa or a place with, you know, big booty shaking and and all that, come and beat us at twerking. Like, I, I saw a Chinese woman twerking and I actually liked it. I don't know whether to say that that's bad or that's really bad, especially since there's Kenyan women that don't know how to twerk and they have the ass to do it. But anyways, I'm, I'm just trying to say here that, you know, we're losing a lot to the Chinese. At this point, we might start breathing in Chinese oxygen. So let me not try and put that on blast for so long because we have a lot to talk about when it comes to africa one of them being shoma jodzi if you guys do not know what shoma jodzi is just go type show s-h-o majodzi m-a-j-o-d-z-i or z if you're american and then type john cena right next to it she did this uh unreleased single on the colors channel and it's called john cena it's really really good It's been trending on YouTube for a couple of days and it shows you how good she is as an artist. But also she came out and she's promoting a language that that isn't even spoken in her native country of origin, SA, South Africa. Now, Colors is essentially a recording company that goes and gets artists from all over, you know, the UK, the US, uh, Africa, they they get artists and they have them come and they do a performance that they put up on YouTube. Now, it's not like it's some very, very mad performance. It's, you know, just one artist, one mic, very colorful background, usually of just one color. And they, you know, do the recording. They go all in and they get the promotion that they should because Colors on YouTube has about 3.5 million subscribers as at now. So it kind of makes sense. It makes some sense. Now, the thing is, she used Swahili. 
if you guys don't know south africa doesn't speak swahili like it's not one of the country's list of languages they mostly do ngosa and zulu i hope i haven't butchered when i'm saying ngosa i just hope so so with that happening you kind of go and you listen back to some of the songs that she did one of her more famous songs is huku the full well the most catchy part of the chorus is huku nambia and for those of you that know swahili it means you didn't tell me although well the main part is huku nambia unanipenda it's you didn't tell me you loved me i'm not gonna make too much of a fuss about this shoma jodzi is a very good artist if you get a chance go listen to her she didn't pay me to make this shout out but yo she does some good work and huku nambia is a really really good song the part that kind of goes along with this and makes it sound really really good is the fact that 16 of the southern countries that are part of the economic bloc known as the SADC are actually working and agreeing on making Swahili a formal language at the southern section of Africa this is very very good news this is amazing amazing news for those of you that would like to speak Swahili i'm talking about you tanzanians and for those people that probably aren't that good with english but are better with swahili it works to your benefit and i honestly hope they should do that so that us guys can go to the southern side of africa and actually feel like we are not foreigners that we're actually africans because that's what we're supposed to be just africans or at least that's what white people think anyways to cap it off on a slightly lighter note there's a tanzanian politician that wants to launch a database of married men so that they can catch cheaters. Now, I don't know whether to call this bullshit or whether I should lose my head over it or whether to congratulate him. Uh, but honestly, I think it could work, it won't work, and frankly, women don't care. Now, why could it work? Because you'd have a register. You know, you'll kind of have a register of certain cheating men and women. I hope it includes women as well because women also cheat i do not care who the fuck says what women also cheat it's just that they're very good at hiding it now it could work but let me talk about now why it couldn't work or at least it won't work one this is a system that's made by human beings it should be hacked i'm not saying tanzanians are the best hackers and i'm not trying to be you know countryist or racist or anything of that sort but i'm sure it can be hacked even though it's not done on a national scale there'll be some foreigner that'll hack that shit in 5 minutes and i'm being completely honest about this it'll probably happen real quick none of you will even notice it and when you look at it women also don't care that much because let's be honest it's not like men cheat on their women with other men they cheat on their women with other women like it's it's a known fact like if a shori sees another shori in a happy relationship they won't want to have a relationship with someone in that kind of way they'll want that person that this other woman is having a good relationship with that's just how shit works women are their own worst enemy and i'll see how i can dive into that on battle of the sexes but you know what it's about time we close this podcast off you guys need to head back to work always put that process in that progress or be the prevention on ig it is at breaktime_westside you can send me your feedback there it has been me sir denver b I will see you guys later.